0: The Portland is Home Team talks real estate. Whether you live here or you're on your way, Audra and Andrew Galler work hard to welcome you home. They make the whole real estate process attainable, educational, and fun. After all, it is the biggest transaction of your life. The Portland is Home Team talks real estate. I'm Michelle O'Dell, your host. And now, Audra and Andrew Galler. Michelle, hello. Hi, Michelle. Hello. The gallers are back. It's June 1st. This will be published tomorrow. So, we have some very pertinent and timely information we're going to talk about in today's episode the reasons to sell your house in today's market, and the reasons to buy a house in today's market. We're going to get down to the nitty-gritty, and we're going to talk about what the Gallers are seeing on the day-to-day, on the front lines, what's actually happening there, specifically in Portland, but a lot of times that translates into other parts of the country, too. But we're also going to talk about some things that are great to do in June for your home and garden and landscaping as well. But we're going to first start with Andrew Galler's Market Minute.
1: Market minute. Hey.
0: (laughs) Hey. (laughs) So,
1: the market minute right now, it's June 1st, 2023. Halfway through this year, depending on how you count. Not quite, right? We just got through the fifth month, entering the sixth. Up here in beautiful Portland, Oregon, we are about three weeks from the summer solstice, which means at 10 o'clock at night, it's still light out. And I love that.
2: You're right. (laughs) <laughs>
1: strawberries are coming out of the ground and i'm telling you right now if you've never been here the strawberries here are like best in the world am i right or am i right Easy. um the market i'm gonna take more than a minute i hope that's okay with our listening audience it's uh it's your show thing, <laughs> right uh <laughs> it's a crazy market it's a crazy market michelle yeah i'll tell you some stats um, the market seems to be, I don't think this is a surprise to anyone when I say that the market relative to last year is a lot different relative to 16 months ago, diametrical opposition. Is that a word? Not sure, but totally different. It is now. You know, just to <laughs> recap the wild ride with interest rates last uh, January, February, 2022. So it's that? 12, 15 months ago, interest rates had just were about to or just did go above 3%. And then by summer, by this time last year, they were six a little bit above. So they doubled in short order, which no one really saw coming, except for the people who did. And um, Mm -hmm. and then they've been swinging, you know, I don't want to be overly dramatic, but relatively violently, I think that's overly Mm, dramatic, but in 22 years of doing this, I've never seen rates bounce around so much. And of note, you know, again, last summer they touched six, went to six and a half, then they went down, they went back up. During this last little political situation between uh, the debt ceiling deal, that uh, anytime you inject uncertainty, money flocks Mm -hmm. to safe harbors. Mm -hmm. and risk is you know nobody likes uncertainty in the business world so one way that that gets addressed is by raising interest rates which is what happened because it was the united states of america going to default you know we all said no but uh, you know Mm -hmm. it wasn't 100 percent certain that we weren't there was talk of everybody saying if it's it's not my way it's the highway so that is uncertainty and Rates went above 7% these last few weeks. And that has a real effect on our market. Uh, Mm -hmm. So about the market, anecdotally speaking, let me say that we have buyers that we go make an offer for and we're in a multiple offer situation. The main difference between our today market and the frenzy of two years ago is it wasn't 40, 50 offer multiple offer situations. If you go back in our podcast, I think we were talking about that. Yes. And now absolutely. when we're in multiple offer situations, it's two to four offers, maybe five, but but it's, you know, it's a few, but still it's always shocking because the market's relatively slow, <laughs> but inventory's low. So it's a lot of what we call, the technical term for it, I think is mixed signals. It's kind of complicated. <laughs> and um, so that's the theme I think is, There's not one blanket statement. A lot of what the answer to how is the market, it's like, well, why do you ask and who are you and what's your point? You know, what I mean is, is if you're in the first time home buyer market, it's really still very hard. If you're in the top quartile of the top quartile, it's relatively sleepy. Uh, homes well priced Mm -hmm. are still going. There's still a lot of money out there, but I think everybody is. A little more hesitant so let's talk statistics okay Okay. when I look at the market I monitor most closely which is inner Portland it's not the entire metro region for those who have not heard me say that 300 times homes for sale it's up month over month so for instance it's up 21 the amount of homes for sale is up 21% compared to last month And it's up 15% compared to last year. So there's more on the market. New listings are up 5.8% relative to last month, but down 33.8 compared to last year. So the amount of listings, the amount of of new homes coming on is down precipitously relative to last year. Closings are about the same as last month, but down 44% compared to last year. And you know, the spring I think is, and I'll tell you why in just a moment, homes, uh, pending sales are up two and a half percent from last month, but down 36.7 from last year. So demand is trending up month over month, but down from this time last year. And I think that the big story right now is, is where is everybody? And the answer is they're being held hostage by those low interest rates. You know, these a lot of the move up buyers are not in the market because they've got an interest rate of you know, if everybody who's listening, I would ask you all show of hands, who refied and has an interest rate under three percent? You know, there's some wacky statistic of how many homes are under five percent, how many mortgages. And it's an astoundingly large number, I did not commit it to memory, and I've seen different articles have different numbers, so I don't know the number, I'll, I'll, I'd get it wrong, because the article you read might be different than the one I read, but it's something like 80%, maybe it's mm-hmm. 70, and of those, how many are below 3%? And that's still a very high number. And so the typical normal person, you know, in terms of gross generalizations, when they're folks in their prime earning years, even before, typically buy, of the sales price of what they're selling. So if they're selling a $600,000 home, typically one goes and buys a $900,000 home. But that's, and obviously that's not true 100% of the time. And that's why I said gross generalization. But speaking generally, that's what happens. If you're selling $400,000 home, you're going to look to buy six because you know, maybe you procreated, maybe you just want more room. Maybe you got Everyone got a raise in the last four or five years. You know, you're doing better, Mm -hmm, but those buyers, when they bought that, home that they're thinking of selling which they're not right now. And I know that because my statistics tell me that uh new listings are down 33.8% from last year. That's crazy. That's so many fewer.
0: That is so
1: crazy. that whole step mm-hmm. up market, I think a lot of those people aren't in the market. They're not those sellers aren't buying. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, kind of keeping a real damper, keeping it
0: so everyone's just being very careful. It sounds like no one's making any broad movements, or uh, you know, they're really thinking th- things over. They're not jumping into let's buy a house or let's let's upgrade. They're not doing that the way they were maybe a year ago. That's
1: I think that's right. I think that a lot of people. I think the velocity in the market is being tampered down due to these um, the interest rates and the and, and especially the interest rates relative to about 15 minutes ago, which I would define as a year year and a half ago two years ago Mm -hmm. you know and some of that doesn't really make all that much sense because you know they grab those interest rates why would they go and sell two years from now anyways okay so I think that's a fly in the ointment of my argument but I will Mm -hmm. say I've never seen so many people move after only two years in the market in the 22 years we've been doing this Uh, I I can't tell you so many people and I think I would attribute a lot of that to just the fluidity of our lives you know Mm -hmm. some people got to go be close to family some are moving for jobs, some thought they were gonna remote work forever and some are having to go back to unremote working. Yes, you know, I'm interested absolutely. to see how that story plays out over time. Is it gonna stay that way forever? <laughs> okay, let me get through mm-hmm. a few more statistics and we'll move on with the show, right? Okay, inventory, pended sales, you know, demand. I, I like looking at pending sales more than closed sales on this statistic because I find pending sales you know, deals under contract to be more of a leading indicator and s- closed sales, more of a lagging indicator, Mm-hmm. inventory is up 19.4% compared to last month. And it's up 70, almost 75% compared to last year. But let's keep that in perspective because right now inventory is 1.2%. Mm-hmm. And that's just such a low number. It's so easy to double a low number how much of that's up isn't all that big of a deal so of note this time last year inventory was 0.9 months so it's up 75 percent i mean that's still only 1.2 mm-hmm. which is
0: it's still very historically small historically right?
1: low and the last one i want to talk about is price per square foot which i find to be a not a productive metric in general or, or, or on a specific home i should say because Portland is Relatively speaking, a non-homogeneous housing stock, I think price per square foot is an incredibly applicable statistic and metric when we're looking at homogeneous housing stocks, large subdivision that was all built about the same time and where homes are relatively the same inner city, Portland. That's not so much. So, okay, but for the whole market, I think it's useful to talk about price per square foot is up 2.9% May over April and it's down 7.6% may versus may 2023 over 2022 what i have read is that since 2019 home prices are up about 30% and in the market as a whole has gone down about 4 to 5% so it's given a little back mm-hmm. but that's relatively minor that's our market minute okay.
0: Like, so what's your day-to-day like? I to, we're going to talk about reasons to sell your house in today's market and reasons to buy your house in today's market. And let's get, let's get into it. So what's your day-to-day like? What are you telling people? What's, uh, what's, your, what's your spiel right now when, you, when you're talking to people that have been trying to buy a home or trying to sell their home or they're on the fence? What we find is
1: that anybody who is selling now, really or buying now, has a compelling need. I'm going to contradict myself on the buyers in just a moment, but for the sellers, they just, they have to have a, you know, they're moving for a job, just need another house. They were going to do it for a long time and put it off because of the interest rates from the last 14, 15 months and have just decided, you know, I find that we as a society, we as the sheeple walk in the earth, re, 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 recapitulating to our brand new, new, new abnormal. I mean, one day we all woke up, put a mask on, never left our houses again and started baking bread and making soup every day. You know, another day, you know, 12, uh, 24 months later, we all took the masks off. I was I think that everyone's just like, oh, you know, forget it, whatever. You know, we got to move on. And um, so there's a saying I heard Audrey use it yesterday. So I wrote it down for the show. Marry the home, date the rate.
2: There is a lot of. Wealth in the market right now. There's, I don't know if it's just because it's generational wealth or because people are moving from areas where they sold a home for a lot more money and now they're sitting on a significant amount of money. So the rates don't matter to them because they're paying cash. Yeah. And I'm hearing a lot, you know, I remember, you know, whatever, 20 years ago, probably 15 to 20 years ago. I would have a cash offer and it was very unusual. Mm. I would get a cash offer and even on the higher end stuff. And, and it's usually it was like this, you know, generational wealth type buyer, but they were the less normal. Whereas now I feel like there's a lot more cash buyers out there, which is really interesting to me because then the rate isn't impacting them as much. So then just talking about the folks who the rate does impact, Right, who are trying to move for whatever reason? Um, maybe they moved out of town during the pandemic, and now they want to come back in because they don't want to do that drive, right. or you know the now I'm not working at home anymore. Now I have to commute, so I need to be in closer because this drive is just like taking a lot of time, or like Andrew was saying, job transfers you know a lot of sellers are because they are that some of them do have that low rate they are sitting and waiting so when we were having our sales so so, you know we have these sales meetings like everyone every week and we were talking about everything and we all agreed that there are instances where you still have to move you're going to sell your house you've had another baby you're moving to a different school district whatever it is Mm -hmm. so When people, when your buyers are saying, well, I'm going to wait for the rates to drop. Well, guess what happens when the rates drop? Everyone's out there. Everyone wants to buy. So you're going to be in a bidding war. Mm -hmm. So we heard a phrase and I, it's just so makes so much sense. It's like, if you find a house that works for you, even with a higher interest rate, if you can still afford it, like if it's still within your parameters, marry that house. Just date that rate because it's going to change.
0: It's going to change. It might change. go up,
2: it might go down. But you, you know, if you're going to be in this house for three to five years, you're there, the odds are there that you'll um, be able to refi, recast the loan, whatever you choose mm-hmm. to do. My sister just bought a house. So, in this time, and she bought a house for like no money, she had a really great interest rate. And she moved because her oldest son was married and they were trying to buy a house and couldn't find anything that worked and for their price point and da, 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 da. So she sold them her house and oh. then she went and bought a, a new house. And, I, you know, this, this single mom, just three kids, she's not making a lot of money. But she figured out a way. She did a buy down. She got the. She found a house that was on the market for a while. Threw a you know, an acceptably low offer at them, and asked for a buy down. She negotiated, got some stuff. But that's another thing that people can, that buyers can do right now is where they can get the seller to cover a buy down. Yeah. Uh, they can even cover a buy down. But uh, if you're buying a house that's been sitting on the market, you know you have some negotiating power. You've got, and to... if the house works for you, then yeah, get
0: creative. Yeah. Don't don't mm-hmm. hesitate to ask because they might be dying to get rid of their house as much as you're dying to get into the house
2: right they might have already moved and they just need to and they're paying two mortgages right mm -hmm. now and they're just Mm -hmm. yeah they
0: could be you know
2: not Mm -hmm. good um yeah so So that's the phrase to marry the house find the house just date your rate because you can i was looking back just another quick thing you know we own apartment buildings and in smaller places, like other single family residences. And I was looking back and we have rates that are 5.65, mm-hmm. from, you know, 16, 17, 18 years ago. Right. Yeah. That we, we didn't refi um, for whatever reason, but we didn't. And I was like, well, we were there 15, 20 years ago. So to me, it's, you're borrowing money. Mm-hmm. you're going to pay for it one way. you know and you're either gonna the rates are gonna drop you're gonna pay more for the house or you're gonna pay more on your interest and you know the interest you can eventually get rid of that over the you know you're it's gonna be one it's gonna even out i feel one way or another and and
0: you've Mm -hmm. always had the advice of if
2: don't even buy
0: unless you know you're going to be somewhere for at least three, but really you should be there for five years if you're going mm-hmm. before you even think about selling at all. Otherwise you just, all that work for, for, for nothing. It, that
2: should be your plan, yeah. but plans change. And I say that also with, uh, some of the clients that we have coming through for design, big design projects, you know, multi projects going on, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I always say, okay, this is great let's do all this but are you committed to staying in this house right that you was should... my next
0: that was my next yeah. question how is the design are people putting that on hold because the way the market is or they don't want to make too many big decisions It sounds like they're not they're going in they're and not
2: We are we are booked <laughs> We are solidly booked through October and there's some jobs that some big jobs that could come in at that point and i wonder if it also has the to do with the fact that they're in there they're stuck in this home with this low interest rate not stuck but you know what i'm saying right, like they're in yeah. this home it's a super low interest rate they're not interested in trying to sell for a like a lesser home with a higher interest rate so right. just remodel the whole thing remodel, so we okay. are we are consistently booked i mean yes. i don't want to double up jobs at the same time that would make mm-hmm. me super stressed out i'm mm-hmm. not a big shop i'm just
0: you with a handful I'm of like me. dedicated people right
2: and, right and so i've you know i've i've got enough that i really Good. like i can take you know and i'll i'll write about it in my newsletter for tomorrow like looking into the fall for anyone who is sitting on the fence and thinking, you know, should I, should I not? Well, if you want to, you know, reach out to me and we can talk about um, scheduling and what Mm -hmm. it would look like. But um, yeah, people are remodeling. People are, they're giving a refresh.
0: Making it, making it their own. uh, Yeah. Just dealing, you know, making lemonade out of lemons, if that's Mm -hmm. the case.
2: Absolutely. Do you do decks? Would you, would you, mm-hmm. do you have a contractor yeah. that does decks? Oh, yeah. We just so... built a big one in the okay. West Hills. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to. We, we can do, we can do decks. We can do outdoor landscaping, interiors, exteriors. We can do, we you can do. do anything. Yeah. We can, really we do. can do it all. Okay. And, but we just, you know, we stay manageable right mm-hmm. now.
1: So Okay. Real quick, just to back up a moment, you were asking about what are we telling buyers right now? And I'll share with you a few of the conversations I find ourselves in with buyers. Um, One is, is with rates so high relative to where they were, I always find it productive to ask buyers, why are you even buying? You know, and that's what we used to have that meeting pretty serious with buyers during the downturn of 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, because what became apparent was if it's going to occur to everyone anyways and uh, as a buyer and better that they should do it in the beginning of their process. Cause if this isn't the market for them to buy, why spend all the time looking at homes? I don't have a problem doing it. I like hanging out with all of our clients regardless. But if you know, if it's not going if, to, if, if they're not going to try to make it to the finish line for reasons that make a whole lot of sense, why do it? Right. And so we have a buyer consultation meeting. Uh, it's always no obligation because just seems easier to you know sit down. We can explain the process, go over their okay. goals. And the only people who end up buying in tough markets are people who really want stability, which I think is what the house can give us. You know, solidify a payment, even if it's more. You know, again, marry the house, date the rate. When rates go down and everyone expects them to, we don't know if it's going to be third or fourth Mm -hmm. quarter this year or next year. But I think that they will be going down at some point and I think sooner than later, but I don't know that I'm right. Okay. So if you want to lock in a payment and not have, you know, rents are also on the rise in Portland and as far as from what I read everywhere. So it locks in the payment. If you want to personalize your home or not have to go check in with your landlord or the H, you know, whatever, that's why you would buy a home. if if any of that, you know, and, and ideally to build equity too. Okay. So that's one conversation we have. The other one we're in is we went over the market minute and even with all of the headwinds, the economy has the instability of the world and what's going to happen in the future and on and on and on inventory is still very low. Supply is low. Demand is, Lower than it was, but relative to supply, still very, very strong. So what the concern I have for our buyers right now is, hey, if interest rates do dip between now and not too long from now, what will happen? If we're having bidding wars at 7% interest rates, if they do go down and they were at 6% just like a month ago, five weeks ago, and then they took off again with this debt ceiling thing. So if they calm down and start to trend lower, the concern as our client's agent is that they're going to find themselves in aggressive crazy silly bidding wars again. It won't take much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that 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 that's the concern is you know, if you can get a home without going, you know just to revisit what life was like 18 months ago. we had all cash buyers coming in a hundred thousand over waving all repair and repair contingencies and appraisals and everything and still coming in second third, fourth place on the ones you know we prevailed on a lot, but we didn't you know you never get them all. when I talk to people, almost everyone, uh, regardless of their occupation, it seems to me that one yeah. refrain I get a lot is we all feel like we're working 40% harder just to stay in place. And I don't think we're any different. Um we still have a lot of calls coming in and some people are serious real deal. Other people are just just want to just certain. check in and So yeah, we're incredibly busy and uh you know, the market as a whole in terms of deal count Forget what I said earlier, but it's right. you know thirty forty exactly. percent lower uh, the whole market than it was this time last year.
0: Do we want to talk about the best type of maintenance and the things to do for your home and uh, land, your lands uh, for the month of June? What should you do in June? Now, normally we have June gloom uh, here in the Pacific Northwest. Right now we're having sun, and it doesn't look like we're going to have rain anytime soon. But With all that in mind, what should people do in June? What's a good thing to tackle this time of year?
2: So it's so funny, but when you're in the fall and you're like the leaves are starting to fall, then you think, oh, I should get my gutters checked. I should get my gutters cleaned. You should actually do it now. Have someone come out and assess your gutters now. Get ready. They're slow. It'll be easier to get them in. You don't call them when they're super busy and then they're out three weeks and you're in the meantime, you've got like holes everywhere you didn't know about. They can run a hose. They can check everything. So I, I think it is a big deal. I, I think get your, get the gutters checked. Get your roof checked now. Have someone come out when they're slow. Take a look at this stuff. And probably
0: um, your, uh, your fireplace. Uh, what is that called? Yeah, the, all your, that, anything up get there. The, Get the yeah, chimney, chimney looked yeah. at get make okay. sure the
2: flue is closing like look at all that do a, a fireplace maintenance in fact this is also a great time if you have uh interior carpets to get those steam cleaned oh. because you can open the windows and they can dry faster yes you nice don't want to do day. it when it's cold and wet you want to do it now when it's nice mm. and warm out so i think all those type of things okay yeah, combo that with a furnace service and a duct cleaning get the ducts cleaned and here's the big one when you get that done get the dryer vent cleaned get that blown out because there's a lot of dryer lint that sticks in those tubes and you definitely wanted Mm. you you should do that every year i mean that should be just something another thing that i do every year is i pre-book a window washing company because they are also if you wait and then now you're looking at your windows and you're oh god my second story windows are really you know i book it in january so that's something else i'll remind you when we go on again in january book them for june (laughs) so that you know june july whatever book them in the summer that's when i do my windows Last weekend, we power washed. So, we got the power washer out. We power washed the decks, got all that winter grime that, that and yellow, dust off. Yeah, that yellow pollen garbage got, that's
0: everywhere. Yes.
2: Yep. Yeah, we got all the little moss off of the steps. And then Andrew stained the Ooh. decks uh, last weekend. And this is perfect time for that. This okay. is like you want it to dry. This is perfect time. Get out, get all that stuff done so that it's prepared for okay. the. And just reach out to us. You can send us an email. Um, hello at com. Hello at com. You can reach out to us and ask us. If you're in the Portland Metro Vancouver area, you can reach out to us and we can give you um, our recommendations mm-hmm. for any of these services. Mm-hmm.
0: Get outside, get in. Get involved, uh, enjoy your June for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the, your latest newsletter. Again, if you haven't signed up for the Portland is Home Team Realty Works Group newsletter, do it. Tell everybody mm-hmm. how they can do that right now while we're talking about it.
2: If you go on to either of our websites, so we have two websites. We have the portlandishome.com website, and that is just gives you some background information about who we are. You're not going to be able to search there. We pulled the IDX search off of there. It's just an informational. We hold it. It'll probably turn into like design property management website, Mm -hmm. but we hold the name because it's amazing and you can click on the podcast and you can click on the podcast there or you can go to the realtyworksgroup.com website and there is also a tab at the top that said podcasts Mm -hmm. and you can click on that and you can click on the newsletter there's a tab for newsletter and you can sign up for both to listen to the podcast you can sign up to receive the newsletter And the newsletter will have a little blurb, tips and tricks, some befores and afters that we're doing, things to do over the weekend, um, tips for your home, all of Andrew's market analysis information and we, we try to throw in a recipe for fun
0: yeah yeah the rhubarb or the strawberry, mm-hmm. rhubarb. Yeah, strawberry it's, rhubarb it's mm-hmm. really a wonderful resource and you know it's nice it's a nice little letter from the two of you and you don't even have to think about it it'll just show up in your in your inbox the first week of the month and and mm-hmm. boom you have all this great information that's pertinent to that month uh and you know and then it's just an easy way to keep in touch with what's going on with them because the gallers are cool <laughs> they oh, do a lot of stuff you. yeah you should follow them on all their social media as well too because they have lots of great stuff a lot of great infographics and oh you family things but you get to know right. them a little bit better it's fan and you're going to want them on your side that's for sure so oh, all right we will talk soon Then, how about that sounds great
1: sounds great happy june everyone
0: thanks for listening to the portland is home team talking real estate podcast For more info about Audra and Andrew, finding your next home, or selling your current home, visit their RealtyWorks website at RealtyWorksGroup.com. And check them out on Instagram at PortlandIsHome. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. For help with your podcast, find us at ModcastProductions or ModcastProductions.com.